0: Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Hello, today we have a very special episode for you. We have the valedictorians and salutatorians of Collegiate High School and Cedar Hill High School. And we're here with um, the valedictorian and salutatorian of um, Collegiate High School. So it's uh, Paula Gallegos Perez and Donna, how do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Dunn. Okay, Donna Dung. And um, okay, so we're here to talk about, um, you know, graduation is next Friday, June 11th. What do you guys remember about your time here at... Uh, Collegiate High School.
1: I remember feeling very overwhelmed, like every single first day of school. I just thought that I really couldn't make it pass through the year. Um, A lot of self-doubt and everything just kind of overwashed me. But then things became more manageable. Um, Donna and I are friends, so I would express to her any kind of concerns that I had, academic or personal. We were there for each other, including our other friends, and it just became much more manageable. But it was definitely very just very uh, difficult to just kind of put and plan everything together in a way that seemed manageable for the rest of the school year because you know you get your syllabus or your syllabi at the beginning and you just kind of look at it and I'm like oh my gosh I have to do all of this in this semester all of this next semester and it just it was a lot but it became more manageable um but it really wasn't just as easy as okay I'll just do whatever you know whenever and you really have to plan so much.
0: So what does it mean to be valedictorian?
1: It means that you really have to be dedicated to to what you want to accomplish. It means that you have to plan things and follow through with them. Even if you procrastinate, you're going to have to follow through with it eventually. So setting that time aside, maybe it's sleepless nights or whatever it is, it means putting forth the effort to back up what you say you will do instead of just claiming that you will do it. You have to go a step further and and really, you know, Take into consideration what are your capabilities and how far you can go with them, and it's not like you can't ask for help or anything, but you do have to internalize and reflect and just do a lot of those things to to
2: kind of move forward with with uh, your goals.
0: Hey, Donna, what will you remember about your time here?
2: Um, I'll just remember. Well, the very first thing I remember is Summer Bridge, when we came in and they were just like you're not going to be seeing the same faces during graduation because your class is going to shrink, people are going to leave. And that just kind of scared me a little saying, well, who is going to be capable enough to be able to continue on this path and graduate from this school with an associate degree. And so I was just a little bit nervous and scared, but as the years gone on, I would say that I got a little hang of it. So every um, beginning of the school year, as she said, you would get the syllabus, the syllabi, and you would go over and look at what you have to do for each class and you just have to really be time manageable. Um, I think that's like the biggest thing for... Collegiate and just any school you have to really manage your time with your personal life your school work Maybe you have work. So just
0: What is what does it mean to be salutatorian to you?
2: Um, just a lot of hard work and dedication um, I would say You really <laughs> um, Sorry, let me get my thoughts uh, You really dedicated your time and worked hard to get to where you are. You didn't slack off the way that some scholars might and you kept a goal in your mind and you didn't fall behind or stray from your goal. And even if you did procrastinate or whatever, you're always going to do it at the very end.
0: Okay, so did both of you start in Cedar Hill ISD?
2: No, I didn't. I actually moved to Cedar Hill um, for my seventh grade, so middle school. Okay.
0: Yeah. And where did you live before that?
2: I lived in California.
0: Oh, okay. So um, did you kind of come to Cedar Hill because of this program? or?
2: No, I just came because my dad had to move for work. So hmm. it's
0: just,
2: you're moving.
0: <laughs> and so where did you go to school in seventh grade?
2: Um, I went to school for, wait, I'm
0: sorry. When you moved here in seventh grade, where did you go to school?
2: I went to Permitter Middle School. Okay,
0: so how did you decide to go to um, collegiate after Permitter?
2: Well, it's because I heard about the program and how, like, you get to graduate with your associate's degree, Mm -hmm. and I thought that was just, like, a really great opportunity, both financially and, like, academically.
0: Okay. And then what about you, Paula? Did you start here in Cedar Hill?
2: Yeah, I've
1: been here for 14 years, since Um, pre-K, part of Cedar Hill ISD. I went to Highlands Elementary School, West Intermediate School for a little bit, and then Joel Wilson Intermediate School, and then Permetra Middle School, and then Cedar Hill Collegiate High School. The reason I chose Cedar Hill Collegiate High School is because both of my older brothers had already graduated from here my my oldest brother he was part of the first graduating class so that was when we first heard of the program when this district was at, uh, just beginning the whole program and they were like we're going to try this out right. and you know we want him to be a part of it So that's how my parents found out and they gave me the choice they weren't like just because they're going you have to go yeah. they gave me the choice they were like you have to you, you have to think this through like you saw how, how much effort he had to put um and really think this through, whether you, whether you want to commit to it, whether it's for you, uh, because this program really isn't for everyone.
0: So when you were in um, seventh grade, did you all meet each other then? Mm,
2: kind of, but we weren't, like, buddy-buddy close. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that happened when you got to collegiate? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, freshman year, right? hmm I would say, like, Collegiate kind of made everyone closer just because the school is so small compared mm-hmm. to like your regular high school. Oh, wow. So yeah. like everyone knows everyone and
0: like... And you guys were involved in a lot of extracurricular activities. You did that environmental science um, right. project. Right,
1: part of Green Club for Cedar Valley uh, Campus, part of Dallas College, and then we're also part of National Honor Society, Business Professionals of America. Um, We did Interact Club in freshman, sophomore, around those years. Yeah. Um, I was also, I'm also part of Upward Bound Math and Science with the University of Texas at Arlington.
2: Um, I'm in student
0: council. Oh, wow. So a lot lot of activities. And then you guys were the first class to go all the way through, you know, with the pandemic, whereas class of 2020, they were going to school and then the pandemic hit in, in March 2020. But y'all went all the way through. What was that like having to go through, you know, um, all the way through a pandemic, the entire academic year?
2: I would say a very different experience from your typical school year. It well, we were given the choice after a certain point to be like, do you want to go in school or Same just virtual. stay virtual? We chose the virtual route just because it kind of fit in with our day-to-day life, but it really made you have to be self-motivated to do the schoolwork and attend class if you had any classes to attend that day and not just like skip off or slack off and not do your work. You had to keep going and stay on track of what you Um, you wanted
1: to do. Right, no one was there to remind you of the deadlines or that you needed to attend class or or anything of the sort. We were really just there having to, you know, really think independently, be autonomous and just plan out the day for yourself based on whether you had work, whether you had family to take care of, other things like that. You really had to plan everything out yourself. It really felt even more like we were preparing for college, even more like we were preparing for um, scheduling, everything that we were going to do. Um, it definitely was different. Um, but personally, I didn't really feel, um, really like, I felt very really fortunate. I don't think I really struggled that much or really had that big of a difference with like my social life or my academic life. Everything kind of felt kind of the same. I think that college classes kind of prepared us for this where you turn in work online, you go to school online. I had already filled some kind of Um, connection to that since prior years at collegiate because of how professors are how different they are to normal you know teachers so um we were kind of already exposed to that so it wasn't really like a big jump okay Um, but definitely it was you had to plan everything out really manage your manage your day
0: so the top 10 is all female um this year at collegiate high school um talk about that accomplishment to you know do that for the first time
2: it was just amazing and like exciting to just think that wow like all girls took the top 10 spots and not to say that boys are any less than girls but it just says that girls have the willpower and everything that boys have to be successful in life and just succeed and we're equals and so you shouldn't put one gender down just because of someone other's accomplishments.
1: Right, it shows you the potential of this generation to break out of the norms of who's supposed to be where, doing what, in what position. Um, it really just shows that you can just, you can do whatever you want to do no matter, you know, who you are. I honestly was surprised that it was the first time this happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I thought it would have happened by now, <laughs> um, but um, I mean, I'm super honored to be part of that group. I'm really proud of the rest of the girls. I know that we really did put a lot of effort in. I saw them work a lot, you know, in the library, in the halls. I saw, I saw them put a lot of effort. So I definitely think they deserve it. Um, but it's just, you know, so astounding. Um, personally, for me, it means a lot because uh, my mom wasn't capable of getting past the primary education because she was female. Her parents didn't let her, and you know, schools were you when you when you saw schools um, like secondary level or high school or things like that. They you really just saw men, you didn't see any girls because it just wasn't like that. And then both of my grandmothers didn't get an education. So, um, or at least, you know, not the extent that we have. And and um, having that jump in that generation to my generation, me being part of this group, it just makes me really proud that I was able to, to to get this far and represent my family, and represent my gender in this manner, because, you know, it really, I really hope it motivates other people and other people like us, other people, to just you know, go awesome.
0: for it. Awesome. Awesome. So you're going to go to Texas A&M. Where are you going to study at A&M?
1: I will be majoring in neuroscience.
0: Okay. And what is your goal? I uh,
1: want to play it out right now. I don't really want to uh, set too strict of a path for me. I want to be more flexible, but the two options that I see is going, taking the neuroscientist route with more research or taking the more medical route where you you know, neurology or neurosurgeon, those those type of things, those type of studies going into medical school and other things like that. But I am very captivated by the brain and the entire nervous system. I've done um quite a bit of research. I've written a couple of papers for classes. I've asked my teachers, is it okay if I do this one on, on the brain? I said, is said, it okay if I do this on neuroscience? And they're like, Yeah, as long as you can fit it into the prompt, you'll be fine. I was like, Cool, okay, I'll go for it. And I don't know, it just made me very happy, very excited, very Impassioned um, to 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 do more about it, to learn more about it. So I just figured that it was for me, and you know, I've been talking to other people about it, and I just it just seems like the path that uh, is right, and I, I hope that it is, and I'll just keep on treading forward um, and see which path I take.
0: From okay, there. and then Donna, you're going to UT Arlington. Yes. What are you going to study there?
2: Uh, I'm going to be majoring in nursing.
0: Okay, and how did you pick UT Arlington, and how did you pick nursing?
2: Um so i went to a couple schools but mostly because it was just so close so the commute is close and um, it was the one that offered me the most money financially and then for nursing i honestly went through like a whole bunch of different professions going from like a pediatrician dentist all of that And I stuck with nursing just because my dad actually tried that path and he said that it wasn't the right path for him. But I feel like I could do it if I really set my mindset to it. And I just think like the whole profession is such an interesting one because no like day is going to be the same. And especially with this pandemic, it just made me realize how impactful nurses are to society as a whole and i really
0: want to do that okay all right well thank you both and congratulations on being the valedictorian and salutatorian here at collegiate high school and uh, we wish you both well in the future
3: thank you you so much and i'm here with the valedictorian and salutatorian of cedar hill high school for 2021 and the valedictorian is are you Did I say that correctly? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh Jolie Sanders, the uh Salutatorian. So, um, welcome to the podcast.
4: Hello.
3: Mm-hmm. And um I guess first of all, what is it what's it like to um, you know, kind of be a few days away from graduation here? It's
4: like it's unreal. I can't believe it's over it's so soon
5: yeah especially like with the year that we had it's definitely not like a senior year that any of us would have mm-hmm. expected so it's definitely
3: shocking <laughs> so you guys were both in a class the class of 2021 that was the first class to be in a pandemic like the whole way through so describe what that was like
4: you just you wake up you get on your laptop doing work doing work and some days you finish like at 10 if you started at eight some days you're working to midnight it's just a lot of work
3: okay what did you think
5: well i definitely agree with her there was definitely like a flux of which days we had more homework and it just seemed like there was just constantly homework some teachers would post a little later on like a a video of what they did in the classroom so you could start on your homework on that classroom until that was
3: over okay and then um as far as like did you guys do virtual or do you do in person how did you decide to go to school
4: I did virtual, but I would come up to school for orchestra and softball.
3: Okay. I
5: was completely
3: virtual. Oh, okay. And what was that experience like, just being virtual and not, you know, having going to school too much?
4: It's like you lost that connection you had with some of the teachers, and it felt like you didn't learn as much, at least for me personally. It was, like, harder to grasp the material because I wasn't sitting in the class, like, watching the teacher do it.
3: Okay. So, like, if y'all were in the, um, if y'all were, you know, both number one and number two student in the class, if you were both in school, you'd probably know each other. Did you guys really know each other much, even before the pandemic? Mm-hmm. We had yeah. calc together, junior
4: mm-hmm. year, and
5: then uh. I got clutched.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and I know it was really close between the last um, two students. Did it come as a surprise that you guys were number one and number two? Yes. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs>
4: I didn't believe them when they called me. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? She's like, yes. I'm calling you.
3: Like, okay. Wow, so what does that mean to be the valedictorian and the salutatorian? I don't
4: know.
5: I feel like that is very rewarding, mostly because this year I did definitely put in their hours. <laughs> it's been a really long and rough year, but It just shows that I'm prepared mentally and physically for college because of the year that I had. And so just proves that I was working hard.
3: Okay, awesome, awesome. And then I know uh, you said you're going to um, University of Texas at Arlington. What do you plan to study there? I
4: want to major in psychology. And I hope to become like a clinical psychologist. You know, I'm not sure because I was talking with the council recently, and apparently there's, like, a lot more to it. I'm like, oh, gosh. I thought I had to figure it out, but we'll see. Hopefully this first year will help me figure it out.
3: You got this. And how did you pick UTA?
4: Um, I knew it was nearby, and then with, like, still COVID and all that, I didn't want to go, like, too far and have to stay in a dorm. Mhm. So I picked a nearby school. So
3: oh, okay, so you get COVID. to still go at home and stuff and mm-hmm. commute.
4: And then um, have you been
3: in Cedar Hill, like, the whole time? Yes. Since kindergarten, so where did you go for school prior to Cedar Hill High School?
4: Um, I started off going to private school at Trinity Christian. Okay. For kindergarten and then elementary school. I went to Plumber Elementary, Joe Wilson, uh, what's it called? Crementer, and 9th and 3rd Center in High School. Oh,
3: okay. And then, Joe, you moved here as a freshman or a sophomore? Sophomore. Okay. And you're from New Mexico?
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Where in New Mexico? So it's
5: by Albuquerque. It's in between Advocacy and Gallup, it's a very small town, it's called Grants. It doesn't show up on most maps, so don't okay.
3: <laughs> okay, so um, how did you decide to move here to Cedar Hill?
5: Um, My dad ended up getting remarried, and he decided to move out here to Texas, so they just kind of packed a car and just left. And then after a few months of them settling down here, then I ended the school year, and I decided to come down here with them.
3: Oh, okay. And that's, um, so was it a big change for you to come to school here? was definitely
5: different
3: from what I was used to considering this school is so much bigger than my last school, mm-hmm. but it was definitely a fun experience. Okay, and then, you know, um, being here in Texas now, you're going to Texas A&M, so obviously you know, like, you at least like some things about Texas then?
5: Yeah, definitely. And
3: then um, what are you going to study at A&M?
5: Physics.
3: Okay, and what's your goal, your career goal?
5: Oh, I want to work in a laboratory, that's one of my goals, and it doesn't seem like a very big one, but it's always been my dream to like work as a physicist in a lab and then just be there, <laughs> contribute to science.
3: Do you hope to work here in Texas or move back to New Mexico?
5: Or? Uh, that's very iffy, I guess I'll just see where life takes me after college.
3: And then what do you, what do you all have planned over the summer? Um, as far as um you know any summer jobs or internships or anything like that
4: mm-hmm. nothing planned i hope to get a job cause i don't it's like i want to enjoy this last summer that i have like this last true break but i don't i don't want to be broke during the break <laughs>
5: Um, I have a job currently, and I work online, so they have allowed me to work online throughout the summer. Okay. And I will be heading back to New Mexico so I can visit my family before I head to college. Okay.
3: Okay, great. And then, so how did you pick A&M?
5: So, I looked at the universities that were really good for physics, and some of the universities that came up was UT Austin and A&M. So those were, like, the two major ones that were still considered public schools, but ranked really high in the physics area. And I was like, well, they're right in Texas, and <laughs> like, "And that's like a national-wide ranking, so it's like, that's amazing. And we yeah. decided to go with A&M just because it is more friendly, because everyone, it, it's a community. They really do try to build a community there.
3: Okay. And then as far as, um, like, have you guys thought about your speeches yet? What do you think you're going to write in your speech? Uh,
4: well, we've actually recorded our speeches, and I don't know if they plan on, like, actual graduation, like, telling us, like, oh, yeah, you're saying the speech here. But we'll see. I think my speech was more on the funny side.
3: Okay. And yours, too?
5: No, I just kept mine short and sweet.
3: (laughs) Okay. So then, um, was that challenging, like, to write these speeches, or?
4: Yes. I was like, I don't, I have no clue what to put in the speech. I was was trying to, like, okay, maybe, like, make it about the good times, but this is not the end. I was on Google, like, okay, what do you put in a valedictorian speech? And I was trying my best, and it was hard, because during recording, Jolie was there, and our class president was there, and I'm listening to the speeches, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so good. I should have done that. It was, but I think, overall, I'm satisfied with my speech.
3: So you did um, softball, and then your second team, in all district in softball, and then also orchestra. How did those extracurriculars play into your um, overall high school experience? I,
4: they definitely made me more busy, but I don't, I don't regret any bit of it. Cause softball, I had a whole separate family there, and orchestra, I had a whole another family, and. It was just fun to go between the... It was a lot of... It was difficult, but it was definitely fun, just doing the different things for each group. Did
3: you learn a lot from uh, Coach Davis?
4: Yes. I think... No, I think. Yes. Uh, yes, I think. The is probably like the best coach that I've had in okay. my softball
3: experience here. Oh, awesome. And then, did you do any extracurriculars, story
5: Uh... This year, I, I am president of NHS, but that was be my only curricula that I did this year. It was just more difficult to try sign up for different clubs and activities and stuff being on a virtual student only because mm-hmm. a lot of them were just like they wanted in-person students instead of virtual students.
3: Okay, but being president of NHS, tell me what that was like.
5: Um, that was definitely interesting trying to set things up with social distancing in mind. Some of the things that we planned didn't really get to happen because of covid while other things i did end up putting together a tutor a tutor service for anyone in in the high school that they could come on and we would help them with our homework so we did manage to put something together thankfully with covid but there was a few things that didn't get to happen
4: okay
3: all right well thank you very much and um uh, wish you well as you um uh, any closing any Anything else you'd like to add um, about the June 11th graduation Is that's coming up?
5: Yeah. <laughs>